Hi, you're listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host of New Orleans by Mouth, Chef Amy Sims. And here in the studio with me today, I have my dear friend, Miss Emily Van Landingham, and she is with us from the New Orleans Food Co-op. Thanks for joining us, Emily. Thanks for having me. And I, sometimes I don't know uh, if I should call you Chef Emily, Mama Emily, Miss Emily, because I think you are all over the place, girlfriend. I am. Sometimes <laughs> I wonder which version I am of me every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you were able to come into the studio today because You know, I like to think that as we're all kicking off the new year, we are kind of trying to be the best of ourselves that we can be. And a lot of times that starts with healthy eating, healthy cooking, or just changing out a few things in what we're kind of taking in in the week. And so many times uh, we'll buy all these prepackaged things that have been totally processed, like the cereal I had this morning, but it said, oh, organic on it. But I know that nothing I had in it was healthy for me because it was so darn delicious. (laughs) But, you know, I I felt like having someone from the food co-op come in and talk about what they do, but how it is impacting the community and how the community is so involved would would be a good start to the new year. So tell our listeners a little bit, first of all, what the Food Co-op is. Sure. So the Food Co-op is a cooperative, and uh, being a cooperative is um, not a new term. It's widely popular all over the United States and in all major cities. Uh, it means that it's owned by the community. So we have, uh, to date, over 4,000 owners, um, which are members of our community. You, Anyone can own one share. Um, you, It's $100 to join and $500 for businesses. And you get one voting share uh, per year. And you get lots of fun discounts and sales um, throughout the year. And every third Thursday is owner-only day. So you get an additional 10% off uh, your entire grocery basket. Um, you know, it's a, a sense of community around food. So we, what our owners and customers come in and say that they want, we do everything possible to try to carry it for them so that they know that they can get it and have it all the time. Well, you know, as someone who is working with the New Orleans Food Co-op and, you know, I've never worked in the nonprofit industry or in a community-based industry, but I feel like it's so important in our day-to-day life to give back to the community that it makes sense that if there's an opportunity to pair, you know, food with what you love and the community, that it's a good fit. So how does it feel for you to be involved in something like this every day? It does feel amazing. Um, I was actually brought on six years ago before the store even opened um, to actually choose all the food and and help uh, design the store and uh, build out um, a lot of the systems that are still in place today. And then the board of directors asked me to come back in October um, to take over and help lead the store and 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 really grow it to what it was always meant to be um, for New Orleans as an entire community, not just in the Marigny or downtown where we're currently located. And, you know, I feel like um, there's this feel in the store that is very fresh. And whenever you said you, you got to help be a part of designing it and planning it, 
what was in your mind? Like, how did you want people to feel when they walked into this space? I mean, it's at the healing center. What are, what was your vision for it? I wanted it to be comfortable and fun and vibrant and pretty. And we have, you know, beautiful colors all over the store and pictures and paintings of vegetables and um, our signature, the tomato, um, which is in the logo. Um, We have a huge mural that's painted on the back of the Healing Center building. It's bright orange. Uh, We all as a community got together and painted this mural over the course of a summer. Um, It was pretty amazing. Uh, We got paint uh, left over from the green project and um, everybody came and, and did whatever they could and donate five minutes or, you know, five hours or an entire day. Um, and it, it's it's neat to drive up and still see it today and be like, I painted that avocado. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I it's funny to me because I think, you know, until I looked further into what the food co-op is, you know, I had a friend who's like, oh, I'm a member of the co-op. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, it's like the little... Um, Rite Aid card that you scan and maybe get coupons at the end of the week. I didn't realize that it was a true, you know, everyone in a community that was involved. And then as I started to go there and, and do some shopping there, I realized that it, you know, is not just a grocery store. Is no. that silly to say that? No, it's not just a grocery store. Uh, I try to get to know every single person that comes to the line. And um, uh, my staff always laughs because when somebody needs a break, I'm always like, I'll come cashier. I'm going to be the cashier. Let me check them out. And, uh, you know, I think it's funny that I get up there and I'm all excited. And because uh, whenever you're the cashier, you get to choose the tunes for the day. So that's also like a plus. Uh, so yeah. if you don't like the <laughs> tunes on the radio over at the food co-op, we know to fuss at the cashier. That's right. That's right, because they have all the access. They decide the, the, the pace of the day. <laughs> so when guests are coming in and you are being a cashier, what are they talking to you about? Are they asking for products? Or are they just telling you what they're cooking? I can imagine how long you could get in a conversation with people. Yeah, you know, I hear everything. I think I think a lot of it is that they're surprised I'm I'm doing it. Um, I think it's fun to scan all the products <laughs> personally. <laughs> um, but, you know, I can see I run reports on the back end and I can see all, all the office stuff. But, you know, it helps me actually visualize when I'm actually looking at the baskets, what the individual items that everyone is is bringing up and, and purchasing. Um, it's fun. It's You get to learn a lot about people based on the groceries that they buy. There's a, a couple actually that comes in. They're newly married, and they just moved here um, down the street, uh, so they walk to the to the co-op to shop. But every time I check them out, I have this reflex, and I say, I just love your groceries. You shop and eat like me. And they, they say, Emily, you tell us that every time you, you check me out. I'm like, what's true? You have this and this and this and this. And we just got our alcohol permit, so we're selling beer and wine now, and Um, I picked out a pretty neat selection that you can't find at other grocery stores or corner markets. Um, And I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, So it's it's also neat to see people, you know. See see what they're cooking and pairing together. And, you know, I always say that. I'm like, if you 
are from out of town and you go to a, to a local grocery or market and you start talking to someone and you go, what you cooking as they're checking out? It's probably going to be a 45 minute conversation because they will tell you what they're cooking and why what they're cooking is the best version of whatever it is. Indeed. Uh, but, you know, are there certain things that you see uh, New Orleanians are are craving and 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 just buying every time they're at the grocery or are there certain things that you're like, yeah, that didn't, nope, we didn't like that. That was not, that wasn't for us. <laughs> it's, it's always interesting to see the choices. Uh, definitely. Um, we catered more towards healthy and fresh foods. Um, we have a wonderful wellness section where you can buy supplements and tinctures um, which a lot of people use as medicine alternatives. Um, we try to also focus on anything local as possible. We have farmers, um, local producers, um, any fun little product, we try to snatch it up and, and get it on the shelves. Um, anything that you stocked on the shelf? You know, I look at things and I go, what are the things that I've bought? Because somebody has told me, oh my gosh, you have to get this. And then I get it home. I'll say, someone told me about this vitamin C gel that was supposed to be like end all, supposed to help you stay healthy. And I, so I went and I, I bought it at a, a, a local place and oh my gosh, I got it home. And I was like, if they, if, if anybody else like gets this, they're going to be like, oh, no, this is not going to make it on the list. But then there are other things that I'm like, this is so amazing. And, you know, we eat it every week. And I, even if it's just something that's in season and we know that it's strawberry season every single week, the strawberries are flying off the shelf because we can't get enough of them. I wish we could get strawberries in. You know, this cold weather is killing the strawberry uh, time of year. Um well, two things really stuck out. Uh, you're going to think the first one is a little strange, but it's a new trend that I've been seeing. It's uh, tooth powder. So it's toothpaste, but it comes in a tin and it's powder. And they have many different flavors, including flavorless. And uh, every morning, it's really interesting, within an hour or two of the co-op opening, I can look and see the wellness and there's like $200 worth of dental and it's these tooth powders. They literally wake up and they're like, let me walk to the co-op and get some tooth powder for my toothpaste. So now we know tooth powder <laughs> is a cool kid thing. So we need to scope it out. <laughs> uh, the second thing is uh, ciders are a big trend in uh, the alcohol world. And we have a wonderful selection. And one flavor specifically is Recorderling. And they have a passion fruit cider that's uh, amazing. And you can literally drink it all day. You can go the mile. <laughs> you can't drink all day if you don't start with your tooth powder and that's your right. cider in the morning. <laughs> you got to get your priorities in order. <laughs> and it is the Mardi Gras season. But, you know, one of the things I know is um, like with you being a busy mom and just so many of us, we have things on our plate and things going on and we want to eat healthy, but we don't always have time to cook it. And um, knowing that I can go somewhere and like grab a meal that is, you know, fairly healthy, also delicious. Is that something, are y'all doing hot foods and pre-prepared foods for people to take to go? We definitely do all of the above. Um, we even have a new rotisserie chicken oven that is cranking up twice a day. Um, I'm also debuting a new menu within the next few weeks. 
um, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what's on it yet, but we will do a, a, a social campaign around it. Um, it's It should be pretty tasty. Whenever y'all do hot foods, are there certain things that um, are you trying to do more Louisiana style food or are you trying to do things that are um, more innovative? You know, are we doing collard greens or kale? (laughs) I would say we're doing both. Good Uh, answer. Depending on the season. Um, You know, we get kale pretty much all the time. But, you know, when it's collard season, that's that's a big deal here. so we are doing fresh juices. Now, uh, girl, you beat me to the question. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you said kale, I was going to say, oh, do y'all juice it too? <laughs> we do. We definitely get the juice on. Um, my produce buyer said to me this morning in an email, Emily, you were right. If you build it in parentheses, she said juice it, they come. <laughs> and I said, Exactly. Well, so let's talk juice because I just bought a whole bunch of juices this past um, weekend and um, there was a juice that I bought um, and, you know, it's supposed to have like probiotic benefits and then like another one with all the greens and it's supposed to make your skin good. So are there certain, one of the things that I've learned is that sometimes though the juice may sound delicious when I go to drink it, yeah. I taste cucumber it, or I just taste one particular component. So are there certain flavors y'all are balancing together? Oh, yes, we, we're balancing them all. You know, I think a lot of people put a heavy ginger in it and then that's all you taste for literally five days after you drink it. Um, you know, you only literally need just a tiny little bit of ginger uh, to get some of the effects of it. The same with turmeric. Um it, it's not easy to juice, you know. It is a recipe, and we we did our homework and have about six flavors that are that are really delicious. So, which are your favorite flavors? Mm, I like the just beat it. So it's beets and it's beets bright purple. It, it is bright purple. It's beets, kale. Um, there's a carrot in there, and I think some turmeric and a little bit of ginger. Good. So I know one of the things for uh, our listeners out there is uh, when they try to introduce new or different foods and healthier food options to their family, sometimes the kids might fight it. And so finding a way to introduce something tasty and delicious, but um, that's good for the family, but that the kids are going to eat. So do you test any of these things on your little boy to see how he feels about them? (laughs) I do. And luckily for me, uh, my kid is not a picky eater. He eats pretty much everything. Um, Yesterday, I fed him some uh, pastrami, and he told me it tasted like basil. And then I said, I don't think there's any basil on there, but let me try it just to make sure. (laughs) Sure enough, the peppercorn totally tasted like basil in the after finish. It was pretty (laughs) incredible. Um, It seems like he might have my palate. You know, I think that when you're dealing with kids, anytime you offer them something new that they don't understand, their first response is to say, no, I don't like it or no, I don't want it. Even if they haven't tasted it, uh, they are looking. It's like you're looking at them wondering if they're going to eat it or not. You know, you have to think you made that child. That child somehow is connected to that feeling that's going on your face. And they know <laughs> they, they're when, you're, when you're trying to convince them otherwise. 
and, you know, they'll be like, no, I don't want that. Nope, I don't like that. Nope, I'm not eating that. But, you know, it depends on how many times. You know, they're more likely to take a chance with it if they see that this is happening all the time or that the food that you're eating is a trend in your cooking. Um, you know, we always have fruits and veggies in the house. We don't eat a lot of processed foods. Um, we totally have a pantry filled with stuff, um, but we don't really go in it for very much, except for chiwis, <laughs> which if you're from New Orleans, you know all about the chiwis. Um, and uh, he, he, I don't know, he loves it. I mean, he's he tries things because we try things, uh, and this is the way we eat. I think if you're trying to change some of your eating habits, you really need to probably commit to it first and, and make it a family thing, not just a one-time thing. And, you know, I feel like it's also kind of a gradual thing. So many yeah. times we jump in at the beginning of January and we're like, we're going to change our lives and we're going to juice and we're going to eat all of this stuff. And then we realize that, we went in way too hard and way too fast and that this, it's not sustainable. Sure. But introducing, uh, last night, I um, we we eat fajitas all the time. I love fajitas. So last, just likes to eat with her hands. I, I do. I like to eat with my hands <laughs> and I like to be able to touch other people's food. I can't help myself. But so last night I made a veggie fajita and I chopped up some collard greens and mustard greens and... Um, seared those off and added them in there. And my husband looked at me and he ate two bites. And then I saw him pull those little greens out. But again, <laughs> it's gradual because the next, like you said, it's going to become a trend. And so the next thing that we're having this week is gumbo. And I'm going to put some seared greens in it yeah. because I'm trying to get some more green vegetables. So you know, that whole like gradually introducing it in versus we're going to have kale every day. We're going to have beets every day. The <laughs> you know, that can get a little overwhelming. Definitely. It definitely can. Well, so another thing that uh, I wanted to ask you about, because word on the street is that for those of us who are super busy and want to join the co-op, we might be able to get our groceries delivered to us. That is correct. Hopefully beginning by next week, uh, we will launch Waiter and then Uber Eats is to follow and then hopefully Postmates will be coming up the rear. Um, so no matter what part of the city you're in, you can order online and have it delivered. So you'll have a, a whole like grocery, mm -hmm. regular, you know, weekly grocery list that and we can just click it. And We've actually built out our menu for every department of the store. So um, we have produce, we have refrigerated grocery, we have packaged in the aisles, and we have meats and um Can you cheese. order your toothpaste too? And the toothpaste, <laughs> yep. We have the wellness aisle represented, um, and then as well as uh, prepared goods and, and the new deli menu. I love that for people, especially, you know, as uh, we're all fighting this flu season, and knowing that you can order everything that you need from the grocery without giving anybody any germs and just having it show up at your door when you want it versus um, some of the other delivery services that tend to show up like on a, a Monday. And if you're not there, it's on your porch. But because we're ordering it on Uber Eats, it's getting sent out fairly within a, a shorter time frame. Exactly. And we did do... 
uh, our homework, we have, you know, hangover cures and, you know, feel better for all the things um, on the list. So we awesome. got it. Well, so what is next for y'all? Where, where What are we going to see happening in the next, you know, few months? Well, currently we have our 2018 membership drive happening. Um, we, our goal is to raise 2,000 new members so that we get to the over 6,000 mark. Um, you can visit our website to join www.nolafood.coop. That's C-O-O-P as in Paul. Uh, or you can visit us in the store and, and uh, become a member at any of the registers. Um, we're also be planning a really fun fundraiser. Um, and we also are looking at other areas of this city to to grow into. So are you seeing that New Orleans is asking for more fresh, wholesome local food? Definitely. I think, you know, if any place has uh, a full circle food community, it's New Orleans. Um, and it's it's interesting to see. I used to live down in the Marigny and um, it's interesting to see what the last six years it ha- it's changed and, and morphed into. And um, it's it's vibrant and, and people are walking around and people are traveling here and staying in the neighborhoods as opposed to a hotel. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people automatically think that that's a bad thing. But, you know, it's it's those people that really are helping local businesses like ours stay in business. They're They're coming and they want to stay in a home and they want to go to the grocery and get their food that they're used to back home or um, and then go home and cook a meal or, you know, have lunch out or they're, they're just acting like a local. And then it, it gives you the funds to be able to do more things for the locals. Exactly. And, and, you know, I love that. And I love, you know, I love that where you're located and that you'll have some parking spots as well in that area. There's... um easy parking. I can usually get a spot right in front of the house across the street, but, um, (laughs) but knowing that, um, you know, you can go in, you can make your groceries and then, um, you can go home, but it's, it's on the streetcar, you know, the streetcar is not too far away, the bus route. And, um, I imagine you'll have places for people to hook up their bikes too. We do indeed. Lots, lots of bikes parking. Well, we are almost out of time, but I want to get you to tell our listeners where y'all are located and how they can find you and when you're open. Okay. We are located inside the New Orleans Healing Center, which is at the corner of St. Claude and St. Rock. Uh, You can access our parking lots via Spain Street as well as St. Rock. Um, And then, of course, walking, biking, the bus, uh, the streetcar, and street parking. Um, Our Hours of operation are daily Monday through fr- yeah daily Monday through <laughs> Sunday every day <laughs> nine a.m. to nine p.m. Uh, and then we'll be available online delivery coming soon. And for those who are interested in joining the co-op, where can they do that? They can do it online www.nola n o l a f o o d is in David dot c o o p nolafood.coop and um, so if they join, what is what are what do they get besides being like a cool kid member of the co-op and getting to vote? What you said they're getting discounts mm-hmm. on store, a regular basis. Store discounts, a new loyalty shopping program is about to be debuted. Um, being a part of our community, um, helping us own something. 
Um, and lots of really fun things are in store. All right. Well, thank you so much, Emily. I'm so glad that you joined me today. For my listeners out there, you've been listening to Miss Emily Van Landingham with the New Orleans Food Co-op. Thank you so much. We're all out of time today. You've been listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM, New Orleans by Mouth. This is your host, Chef Amy Sins. Until next time, ciao.